Welcome to the Instagram Stories. Today we're going to be reviewing the Facebook Community Standards Enforcement Report that was just released. In case you're not familiar with this, there's a lot of hate speech on Facebook and Instagram and they periodically update everyone as to how they're doing in combating that hate speech. They do an audio call explaining all the steps that they've taken and the improvements that they've made in order to address this problem. I reviewed the call to save you a lot of time, and here's the highlights as it relates to Instagram. The voice you're going to hear on this is Guy Rosen, Vice President of Integrity at Facebook. His role is to oversee Facebook's work on safety and integrity. Here's a short clip from the call. Content we took action on increased from 9.6 million in Q1 to 22.5 million in Q2. Of that, 95% was detected proactively before anyone reported it to us, up from 89% in Q1 and 24% when we first started publishing these reports. In Q1, we made improvements to our proactive detection technology and expanded automation in Spanish, Arabic, and Indonesian. In Q2, we followed up by expanding with more automation in English and Spanish and in Burmese. On Instagram, we took action on 3.3 million pieces of content in Q2 for hate speech, 84% of which was detected proactively, and that's up from 45% in Q1. Additionally, the amount of terrorism content we took action on increased from 6.3 million in Q1 to 8.7 million in Q2. We've made progress in combating hate on our apps, but this work is never done. And as Mark said on our earnings call the other week, we don't benefit from hate. We don't want it on our platforms, and fighting it requires a combination of enforcement and policies. I recognize that that clip was not the most exciting to listen to, but it does show how much work Facebook is doing to combat hate speech. Farther into the call, Guy Rosen explains how they're also doing the same tactics to combat COVID-19 misinformation and what they're doing to prevent misinformation for the upcoming election. In other news, the Wall Street Journal is reporting that TikTok tracked user data using a tactic that is banned by Google. The byline explains that the tactic, which mobile phone security experts said was concealed through an unusual added layer of encryption, appears to have violated Google policies. The gist of this is that last year, ending in November 2019, TikTok was tracking users by using the MAC address. If you're not familiar, think of a MAC address like a phone number. It identifies what system is on the network, whether that network is a home network or the internet. MAC addresses are unique for each device that accesses a network, including the internet, meaning that any device that's online is identifiable through this address. Google's policies prevent any apps from finding and using this address in order to identify a person through their device. However, TikTok was using a method to get around that prevention in order to identify MAC addresses on devices. A spokesperson from TikTok said the company is, quote, committed to protecting the privacy and safety of the TikTok community. Like our peers, we constantly update our app to keep up with evolving security challenges. End quote. The company also said that, quote, the current version of TikTok does not collect MAC addresses. End quote. According to the Wall Street Journal article, about 1% of Android apps collect MAC addresses, according to a 2018 study. A Google spokesperson said the company was investigating the Wall Street Journal's findings, but didn't comment on the loophole of allowing some apps to collect MAC addresses. 
That's it for today's show. Come back tomorrow for more Instagram news, strategy, and tips. I feel like Instagram news is so tied in with TikTok news, you can't have one without the other these days.